0: It's time for the Jeremy Paul Show with your hosts, Mark Stafford and, and Jeremy Paul. Oh,
1: the great man, Jeremy Paul. Jeremy
0: Paul Show. Oh, in the corner. Jeremy Paul wins it for Australia.
1: <laughs> remember that try? <laughs> Made I do it. I remember it incredibly well because I remember walking back to halfway thinking... How's going to be cheered into Bill Young's pub on people's shoulders? He's going to drink for free? I just won the low. Thanks, Jonah. Goals <laughs> um, in the corner. Oh, what a game! What a game! What a
0: game! Ah, uh, Brumbies, mate. Um, I, it's just Ooh. it's just Open Mic Day about the Brumbies, isn't it? Um, what a brilliant, brilliant game last week for your Brumbies brethren.
1: Do you know we we got a we got a group chat or I or we call ourselves the knackery right, like where horses <laughs> go to pass away. and um, we uh, yeah, we love a good chat right. There's very rarely actually talk rugby, but um, after the weekend, you know all the old boys were just super proud of the effort, mm. like just that effort of of that try line. Um, desperation is, and that's that's what Sammy. Final footy is all about, stuff. Like it's 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 how much, and and what you're willing to do to win, and you know to sort of see. Geez, I tell you what, if they had another angle, oh, was it a try? Like, oh, oh, geez, that was close, wasn't? It? But exhilarating. It was a good. It was a great showcase. Just to show and it was it's the big four right we we knew top four teams all year, um, we knew they were going to be cracker games, and wow, um, yeah, so good to get there
0: um someone says uh j p will be confident because the brumbies are bringing Nick, Nick Berry over with them. there you go, sixteen team, sixteen uh, in your team. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 uh.
1: What it? What is it? Like a New Zealand Warriors are calling ref. <laughs> what is? What is it about? Like, man, we got. We what got. What goes a... around. What goes around comes around. What goes around comes around. Like oh, Justin Timberlake, bro. Like it's. It's, you know, ebbs and flows, man. Ebbs and flows <laughs> the game.
0: Uh, Steffi, I've just seen Angus Gardner as the ref for tonight's game. Uh, that's the Crusaders. They'll lose. <laughs> so, two two, <laughs> two, two <laughs> <odds> <laughs> at your ears.
1: Man, how are Australian refs on Oh, mind you, it's a lottery, really. Look, I, I don't like bagging refs, but – No, I don't um, really it's just as long as like we've said, we've, we've unfortunately we've spoken about this at a nauseam right, like where as long as they're consistent man, and they're all the same, mm. like, and that's always been a challenge for rugby union is the in the different interpretations from different countries. And you know the, the day we get that right, is the day I think the game will flourish even more, mm. um, particularly on an international level, and it's it's if anything is going to be evident in this w- Rugby World Cup this year, right? Um, because when when you hear nothing from the referee or game, that's the best game, right? That's the best game, and hopefully that's going to happen this weekend. For JP,
0: from Mikey, uh, the Reds last week showed a kink in the impressive Chiefs' armour with their tactical kicking game. Do you think the Brumbies have taken note and will use this strategy?
1: Oh, look, I think they showed another kink, right, earlier in the year. Like, And they would have had a lot of confidence going into that game in terms of, you know, being the underdog, um, having gone over to, to to New Zealand earlier in the in the round robins and, and beat the Chiefs. And I, look, I... What could, look, they have been the best side. The Chiefs, undoubtedly. And, you know, if you stick to form, the Chiefs. But the one thing in that game, and I, I said that after, well, we didn't actually get to review that because you conveniently missed me that weekend. The red, ching, <laughs> ching, ching. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I've got to take that <laughs> Um the one, thing I, the one thing I wanted to say about that earlier game, like, in look, was was the decision-making and how the Reds applied the pressure for the Chiefs to make poor decisions. And when you look at the side, yes, of course, the Chiefs do have some experience forwards. And, yes, obviously, Leonard Brown coming back in the back line. But even with that amazing back three, some of their decision-making in that game was really, really poor. Like, they either kicked when they should have passed, they either passed when they should have kicked. And I think when it comes to semi-final footy and what the Brumbies do incredibly well is they put pressure on decision-making, and that's where they're going to win it. Like I think, because when you look at the you know the the teams and the lineups, um, really you can flip a coin on any given day, right? Obviously, home advantage is going to be huge for the Chiefs, but I just really think that if in those crunch decisions, um, particularly with with the the inexperience of the of the Chiefs back three, um, but have also been obviously arguably the best back three in the competition. My God. The tries they've scored have been phenomenal, but I just think if if they can keep it tight, um, and they can and they can sort of have that game game plan of game B and, go, and put game plan of, of C as well, where they start to put pressure and they apply scoreboard pressure, they could put a bit of they they could they could see this this young Chiefs side in terms of that experience, um, make some poor decisions, and I think that's where the Brumbies. We'll try to aim this weekend.
0: So, so, you know, teams don't change their... Um, their trademark, their culture, and I think that's why the Brumbies have been at um, you know, one of if not the top Australian rugby team most most Super Rugby years. So take us inside the dressing room. What you think the messaging? Because you played with Larkham, and he's the head coach now. So they're in their dressing room. They're under the main stand at Waikato Stadium. They're taking on the team that's been the best all year in front of their home crowd. One versus four. There wouldn't be a lot of messages, I think, from Larkin. What, what do
1: you think that last five minutes will sound like? Oh, mate, the one and only one message. Just do your job. Like, in my career, I was so fortunate to have some incredible speakers. Like, we had, we had the great Shane Warne, um, Steve Waugh, Michael Voss, who was the captain of the um, Brisbane Lions uh, AFL when they won the three-peat. They all said... That, the same thing that's always stuck to me throughout my entire career. And whenever I talk to, you know, whenever I go and do coaching, you know, particularly with kids, just do your job. Like every single one of them, when they were talking, they they each said to each other, like as a captain, said to their teammates, all you need to do is do your job. Because if they do their job and then they're able to get over the top of their opposition in terms of their job collectively as a team, they will always win, like, and this is the simplicity of, of footy, and this is the simplicity of semi finals footy, and that's what I was alluding to a little bit earlier in terms of pressure, is because you want to go in and you want to play exactly the same. Now the Chiefs have been flamboyant all year, right? They've some of their tries have just been extraordinary, but what happens in semi finals footy is everything starts to tighten up, it really tightens up, and that's that decision making, and that's not doing your job. And so when, like, every Rugby World Cup, you know, you you see the the level of footy, yes, it's intense, but as it starts to get to quarterfinal knockout stages, the games actually become, you know, pretty pretty crappy, (laughs) don't you reckon? Like, when you actually watch them, they're not, like, they're not this free-flowing attacking style because people are too scared. Like, they're too scared to do that. And that's where I was getting at with regards to the pressure is that when things start to get really tight, it's that decision-making of backing yourself or do I make a different decision? And and that's where pressure is this massive equaliser when it comes to finals footy because there's just so much more on the line. But that's the simple message, bro. Just do your job. If everyone individually does their job, and they can pick up a little bit of slack in other areas like that X-Factor stuff, predominantly they'll win the game. So that made very simple message.
0: Have a look at the uh, Crusaders and Blues game. Um, like Crusaders, incredible record, Super Rugby. 28-0.
1: Um, yeah. 28-0. At like, home. Wow. <laughs> wow. How wow. much of that? And let's not forget Razor, man. Razor's yep. leaving as well, right? So...
0: But all, all of that stuff in the past doesn't take part in, on the field this weekend. All of those former... That, they are history, and this is now. I'm just wondering how much of a hurdle was that in the back of their mind, don't even know it's there, lodged in the back of the, the experienced Blues players. You know, Bowden Barrett and, and the guys that have had a truckload of games. You know, think Just thinking, running out onto that freezing cold Christchurch pitch. Like, on paper... I think the Blues should win, but historically, the Crusaders should win. It's 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 coin flip.
1: Yeah, oh. yeah, it's 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 funny, right? Every player will always say, "Nah, it doesn't affect us." You know, records are meant to be broken, cliche after cliche. But I don't know, man. Have you ever been a Wallaby going to Eden Park? <laughs> 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 I have. <laughs> I have. Um, yeah, look, you, you try to escape it, and but you can't. Um, but it, it's actually it's 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 really nothing to do with the blues. It's the Crusaders, and it's their record, and it's and it's their burden to carry. But what a wonderful burden to have, because you actually also feel invincible. Like you feel, because your past players and what past teams have done is what is your inspiration to go out there and, and who you're representing, not just your team, but your community and your fans. And that's actually one thing I've always like, just a side note here, whenever you hear fans and they go, oh, they never put it in. And you know, like their culture's rubbish and stuff. The one thing I can guarantee every single listener is that every single rugby player goes out and plays for their fans. Cause there's actually really nothing cooler than having a kid come up to you and ask you, to sign your autograph. Like, I mean, even still now, like, you know, when people go, Oh, you like, I'll be ringing someone like in business and they'll go, Oh, isn't it funny that you've got the same name as a rugby player. And I go, "No, no, no, that's me. And it's like, it's, it's such a privilege. Like it's such a privilege. And, and, and obviously that's like magnified by a million times when you're a player. And, being a crusader and having that culture drilled into you and what previous teams have done, oh, it is it is an uphill battle for the Blues because, like, quite frankly, they've also been disappointing this year, bro. Like, really. When you think about when we had this discussion at the start of the year, I was like, Blues are my team, man. Like, because you, you, the, last year I thought this was, like, they were close last year, right? And I thought going off last year, the loss, you know, that one-year experience, having everyone underneath, like, together again, you know, the likes of Papali, like, and how he went on the end of season two. I, I really thought the Blues would have clicked a hell of a lot earlier. But I, I just haven't seen them click. Like, they have not put a polished performance together, in a in, like, consistently. And going into finals, you need two to three good performances leading in. So and we saw what happened in the last round, Robin, right? Like, like, wow. Obviously, probably got sent off, but the Crusaders, they looked extraordinary against the Druid last week and they just, it's, it's finals 40, man. They just click in. And I just, if the blues were in better form, yes, I could definitely, I could definitely see an upset, but I mean, look, looking at their side, wow, they're just littered with all blacks, right? But, um, mate, I just I just can't see it happening, mate. Like I really can't. I just think the Crusaders are yeah, just too good at home and, and the way that they're playing and I just see a Crusaders Brumbies final. Crusaders. <laughs> he
0: said. He said without laughing. <laughs> now I'm going. I'm going to forewarn you. I am not here next Friday. So, and it's not because the Brumbies beat the Chiefs. Okay, I'm just saying that right now. I am not here next Friday.
1: Yeah, but, no, 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 sure, man. No, 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 sure. Yeah, no, I'll get that. I like that, though. I like that. But would you, I won't be here either. I won't be here either if the, if the Brumbies lose. There you go. Uh, well, but if
0: the Brumbies win, would you like me to be your agent on the ground in New Zealand and see if I can get you a couple of speaking gigs in uh, Christchurch in the build-up to the final?
1: Bro, I'd be there in a heartbeat. Yeah. In a heartbeat. <laughs> in a
0: heartbeat. All right, Stafford Paul Enterprises, it's underway. Yes,
1: there it is. Actually, bro, Blood Cup coming up, man. Let's go. Dunedin. Whoa.
0: Oh. Whoa. Um, Oh, very quickly. Can't, we can't sign off without a talk about Origin next Wednesday.
1: Wow. Isn't it incredible? Like, it's and it's been like this for like, 30-odd years, for as long as the state of Origin. The blues on paper. Blues on paper. But that Queensland spirit on how they won that first game. Wow. And they are just sitting pretty, aren't they? Like, with Latrell Mitchell pulling out, um, their selections, Mitchell Moses coming in. Wow, Nico Hines, that poor bugger. Like, well, I don't know what else you need to do to get an origin call-up. Like, we're not talking about the best player at the Sharks. We're talking about the best player in the competition and has dominated games. And, look, he did have a poor game against, um, against the Storm, but... I look at that as going, we'll put him into origin because he deserves this spot. He's going to come out and have a cracker. Mm. Like He's going to come out and have an absolute cracker. And I think, look, Mitchell Moses, Like to his credit, he's matured. He played in last year's grand final. He's been in a couple of bigger games. So, yeah, look, that was the right call. Um, But I I feel for Nico Hines. But I, I just don't like... I've been in many sides before leading into games where... You've had your best players sort of sitting on the sidelines, recovering from injuries, and it's just trying to do training, trying just to get those, those last finer points just down the pad, get a bit of confidence going into that game. It's really difficult. It's really, really difficult. Queensland must be just sitting there and playing at Suncorp. Are you kidding me? Wow. Like, God, it could almost be 3-0, really. Mm. Like, if they win 2-0... If they went 2 0. Actually, quick story when the boys won 2 0, this is, oh God, 10 years ago. Um, Todd Kefi and I were, Todd Okefu and myself were out in Brisbane, went for a couple of beers, and we're in this pub. And then all of a sudden, the entire Queensland state of Ireland, so I'd walk in and they were up 2 0. So they were playing, I think it was a, a Thursday, and they were playing next Wednesday, and they were like, whatever, man, we've already won. And uh, so they were having a big drink. and I remember I was like, "Oh well, you know, just catching up with all the boys and saying good day." And then Toto and I went to exit out the sort of side door, and because they were all getting on the bus to go to the next pub, and and I went to go down side, and Melman Mening- Melmanenga came out, and he, he one of the biggest men I've ever seen, right? Stands in front of me and says, "Get on the f and bus." And I said, "What?" So oh, no, no, I said, "Get on the bus." And I was like, yes, sir. I was <laughs> straight on the bus. Like, I was just, I ended up drinking with the Queensland State of Origin team all night. It was like one of the classic nights, man. They just, oh, they were just, but you could see their mateship. Like, that. and they, and imagine being underdogs, like, and always thought of as being a lower class team in comparison on paper when you've had the results that they've had. Like, oh, I, yeah, I just I can't see Queensland losing and going into this. It could actually be three 0 So yeah, man, it's it's how the how it's all flipped. It's I thought New South Wales were a great chance in Game One, and now looking down the barrel of a three nil whitewash.
0: Mm. All right, JP, uh, have a great weekend. One final thing, up the Chiefs. Hey, up the Chiefs.
1: Hey man, I win either way, man. Not a white hair boy here, bro. (laughs) Awesome, mate.
0: We'll catch you next time. Cheers, bro. See you, mate. The Jeremy Paul Show brought to you every week with a big thanks to Jeremy Paul. Jeff Goldie Wilson after the break.